help bring back the microbiome. So that's the difference, right? A lot of things are destroying our microbiome. You wash your hands, takes away the bacteria on your body that you need. You use hand sanitizer, it probably takes it away faster. And all Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Freedom Podcast. Today, we are talking about the chemicals that are found in skincare products that affect not only humans, but also our environment. Joining me in this conversation is Mike Maltair, Vice President of stream to see a skincare company that provides an array of products that have been tested to be both human and ocean safe and also my longtime friend collins peters is co-hosting with me uh, he's a relationship guru an adventure and quite recently a stream to see ambassador so sit back take notes and enjoy the show drop the intro welcome to the ultimate freedom podcast ultimate freedom podcast uncensored unrestricted he talks about whatever whenever and however he wants your host, Jamare Clarington. Boast Pakuma, baby. Let's begin. Welcome to the Ultimate Freedom Podcast. Today I have Mike Maltair from Stream to Sea, and we have Collins Peters going to be co-hosting with me today. Guys, we're going to introduce you all to first Mike Maltair, who is the Executive Vice President of Stream to Sea. And he's basically going to let, let us all know some really important facts and information. One about stream to sea is going to tell you about what it is that they do and what their mission is. And then we're going to get right into the effects that some of these products have on our bodies. Like not only just the oceans, but also on our bodies. If you're anything like me, I didn't even know that these chemicals were in the products and also what they did. Things like estrogen are in 80% of our are of our, our, the world's um, hair care products and body care products. So this is important stuff for us to pay attention and listen to so we can learn and take care of our bodies, take care of our environment and take care of the sea as well. I'd like to open up and just ask, you know, tell us a little about yourself and like what got you into the work that you do. Sure. Well, first off, um, stream to sea is the only line of mineral sunscreen and body care products on the planet that has ever been tested and proven not to harm humans, uh, fish, either saltwater or freshwater, sea elegans, which are the little worms that actually share a lot of our DNA. So if they're going to do cancer research or anything like that, many times they do that on sea elegans, and coral larvae. And that's really important because what most people don't understand is the designation of reef safe does not have any regulations. So anyone can use it on almost anything. There's, there's literally no law, no definition for what that term means. So you see it out there a lot, but it actually doesn't mean anything as far as the label's concerned. So how did I get involved? I was raised in Hawaii. Uh, I went to Hanama Bay a couple times a month. I had an uncle that worked for the University of Hawaii, and we would go and test the water and check out fish populations and look at coral. It was an amazing place to grow up. I mean, literally... I couldn't walk up to my knees without being run into by fish. There were so many schools of fish and they were huge and very, very active. And they would literally run into you because you were in their way. You know, I took my kids back, oh, probably 10, 11 years ago, I took my daughters back. And this precocious little thing that had been snorkeling in a number of different places around the world, uh, my daughter Emily says to me, dad, that was a beautiful hike. This is a beautiful bay. Why did we bring our mask and snorkel? So, I mean, the numbers of fish have gone down to the point where, you know, it's, it's nowhere near what it was in my childhood. It wow. only takes one drop of oxybenzone in 
six Olympic-sized swimming pools to kill coral larvae, right? So that amount of water, we're talking about 62 parts per trillion of oxybenzone will kill coral. I mean, it's a beautiful day, very little access. There's no river running into it. There's no septic systems around there. You know, it's subject to whatever the rest of the ocean is dealing with, but, but not to the extent that many do in populated areas. It's a little bit further out. But up to 6,000 tourists a day get into that water. So remember, 62 parts per trillion kills coral larvae. Hanama Bay, before COVID, was testing at 29,800 parts per trillion. Jesus. So the coral cannot reproduce. Yeah, if you live in some place like Colorado, why do you care? Well, 70% of the oxygen for the world comes from the ocean, right? right. That's why we care. Right. Yeah. Those I used to live in Oahu um, back in, what, 1990, 1992 to 95. And I went to Hanama Bay. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was extremely beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there was a lot of fish then. So I can't imagine um, you saying that the decrease in numbers now. Wow. If you could have seen it in 84, it would have blown your mind. I mean, we know at this point you're not supposed to do it. But as kids, when we ever we had people come from California or from someplace on the mainland, you know, and the rest of the 48 states, we would put um, frozen peas down their swimming trunks and watch 15-pound fish try to go up their swimming trunks to get the frozen peas. It was hilarious, man. We know that's not the best. At least it wasn't junk food. Peas are probably not that damaging. But, of course, you don't do that anymore. <laughs> right. But, oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> wow. You know, and what's, what's interesting is the, the speed of time, though. That, that's the part that, I, that is really kind of mind-boggling, that that's one generation. Like, like, that's literally one generation that that much has changed. That's, like, things have formed over millions of years, as science tells us. Things have formed over millions of years. And for those millions of years and 50 years to go through such a detrimental um, change based on one chemical, you know, oxybenzone. And this is like, you know, it's just, it's kind of mind boggling to kind of wrap your mind around it. Like, that that much changes in, in just one lifetime, which makes it really scary to think about, okay, well, in one more generation, there literally could be no fish and no, no, no coral, like period. Like that's just what's so. That's literally what can actually happen. It's not a conspiracy theory or some debatable thing. It's literally, you're looking at the, the, the sea and the corals are bleaching and the Great Barrier Reef and things like that. I've seen a couple documentaries and I don't know that much, but to be uh, debates, this is just literal, just like you look at the water and you can see the difference. Like it's, it, that's just what's so. So yeah. what exactly is, we said oxybenzone? Oxybenzone is, well, it has been one of the most popular chemicals for sunscreen, mm -hmm. right? So originally when we started out, we had things like zinc and titanium. I don't know if you remember like the old lifeguard shows and things like that and the surfers yeah. would have these big white marks right underneath and their nose was completely white. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was essentially the same thing as diaper rash cream, right? It worked really well, but it was really sticky and ugly and it was really hard to use. And when the chemical companies figured this out, hey, there's a real market here, we can do something with this. They started with a chemical called oxybenzone. And there's two chemicals, oxybenzone is not very stable, so they use octanoxate to stabilize that. And it's also a UV inhibitor. Unfortunately, both of them contain estrogen and they're both endocrine disruptors. So your endocrine system, the second reason that I got involved with stream to sea about 20 years ago, my thyroid stopped working. And when I go back through, um, 
you know, medical research, I found a, a doctor in Canada that actually said it was probably exposure to environmental toxins. And then they started wanting to know, you know, did you work in a factory with printers? Were you a farmer? Did you, you know, all these different things where you would come into chemical exposures or, you know, some sort of, some sort of odd toxic thing. And I, you know, no, 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 no. Finally, he came up with, well, wait, you said you were raised in Hawaii. You're part Hawaiian, but you didn't get the beautiful dark skin. You got sturdy bones and wide feet. That doesn't help you much, <laughs> right? So you had to probably wear a bunch of sunscreen. And I said, yeah, I mean, really, I've been using sunscreen. He said, how many times do you shower a day? So now it depends if I go in the ocean, if I, you know, work out, whatever, it could be two or three showers a day. And he said, every time you're using soap and shampoo, right? I said, yeah. So it was probably body care products. Your body probably reacted to all the body care products. And that probably is what triggered your thyroid to fail. So I look at that and go, I mean, there's so many things that we just do not know. So oxybenzone, octanoxate are the two chemicals that they started with. Hawaii banned that. They announced the ban a couple of years ago and it just went into effect January 1st, right? So they banned two chemicals. So what do you do when you're a chemical company that has sunscreens that they can no longer sell in Hawaii? And now they can't sell them in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They can't sell them in Palau. They can't sell them in the Marshall Islands. And in some of the Caribbean, they're starting to ban them. They actually had a ban in Key West, Florida, that then got overturned because the government decided the counties couldn't ban things. But oh, wow. yeah, so they ban all these two chemicals. Uh, Palau actually banned 14. The Marshall Islands banned 28. Because what happened once Hawaii banned two chemicals... The chemical companies didn't go, let's see if we can find something really safe and test it and make sure that it's good for the world. No, they kind of did the norm. So now most chemical company or most sunscreen companies use avobenzone and avobenzone is even less stable than oxybenzone. I don't think you have to be a chemist to go oxybenzone, avobenzone, right? They're pretty familiar and they're both in the benzophenone family. So they're not right. identical. Avobenzone actually has the added bonus of being an obesinogen, which means when you put it on your skin, 30 minutes later, they can test your urine, your estrogens through the roof, your endocrine system is being disrupted. They can test those chemicals and your body's retaining fat. Wow. So it's just like these wonderful things, but it does block the sun, right? The scary part to me is sunscreen is an over-the-counter drug. So if you have those chemicals on the label, Right? If you have those chemicals in your product, they have to be on the label. In a body care product, they don't because oh, it's wow. an over-the-counter drug. So you can actually hide the term fragrance, right? If you're reading through your shampoo and whatever and you see fragrance, last time I checked, and, and my numbers could be slightly off, but last time I checked, it was like 1,387 different chemicals that you could hide under the term fragrance. And about a hundred of those are endocrine disruptors. About a hundred of those are estrogen mimickers. Just scary, scary stuff. So, so here's my question. What is your endocrine supposed to do? And what are the negative things that could happen if they're disrupted? The brain's in that, your pituitary gland, your, your thyroid, all sorts of things, um, mostly associated with hormones. So if you look at... Well, I mean, let's just talk about uh, since I was a kid, right? Okay, I'm 52. So, you know, I'm referring back to early 80s high school, <laughs> right? 
when I was a kid, nobody ever said they were trying to get pregnant. Now, were there infertility problems? I would guess, yeah, but you didn't hear about it. Now, if you have people in their 20s and 30s, you hear all the time, our fertility has gone down close to 60% in the last 30 years. That's amazing. What is causing that, right? So what happens with these chemicals and, and when the endocrine system is, is disrupted? Oxybenzone has been shown lining up the uterus for women. It's been shown to, there was just a study that came out uh, on our Facebook page today that it's being linked to potential breast cancer issues. Um, it increases Hirschsprung's disease, which is when children are born without a colon. So within a couple days of birth, they have to have incredibly invasive surgery or they die because they cannot eliminate waste. And you look at these things what? and go, my goodness, we're putting them on our body all the time and we just don't know. You know, we don't know what the the end result is going to be. Wow. You know, it's funny. When I was sharing with Jamari um, about the oxybenzone and stuff, I, just, I, just, I was just telling him about it. I was like, hey, man, this is what I just learned after I, after I talked to Kat over at um, Stream to See. And I was, he was, I was like, yeah, this thing called oxybenzone, and this is how, it, this is how, you know, how bad it is, just one drop in six minutes. He looked at me, he's like, well, why would, they, why would they make something like that? Like, why would they even create something like that? And I remember what Kat told me, yeah, it's cheaper. Yeah. Like, it's cheaper. Like, yeah, there are, there are other alternatives. There's other things you can do. Yeah, you, you can, we can source this stuff, like the squalene and everything. We can source this from plants. Ah, but it just costs more money. So, yeah, they don't care about it. Yeah. And, no, this is totally, you know, out there sort of stuff. And it's not conspiracy theory. This is just, um, I've been told that the chemical companies that really started pushing sunscreen all these years ago, their parent company is a pharmaceutical company, and they started uh -huh. testing infertility drugs and erectile dysfunction drugs the first year. Wow. Okay. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a conspiracy theorist to see that's a good business move. Oh, yeah. You're creating a problem, and you're, and you're creating the, <laughs> the solution. Solution. <laughs> and you're profiting off of both. Yeah. Like, okay, well, how can I make my market is, is solid? Well, I'll just create the actual market for my thing and then I'll create the solution for the problem of the market. That, these two things have a correlation to each other that it makes sense that these geniuses that are creating products that can save us from the ultraviolet rays of the sun, they, sure. they know a little something about the effects of what these things could also do. Sure. So it's not, you know, it's not in the realm of, of crazy um, conjecture to think that, well, even if it's not malicious, they, it's, it's negligence at the very least. And that's really what we look at is we say we're the only tested and proven safe for all those different things, right? All the way down right. to coral larva. I'm sure there's other people that test, right? They just yeah. don't want to publish the, <laughs> the results of the test. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. You know, and that's something I wanted to share with the viewers. So I, I saw a little blurb. Um, on Autumn Bloom, right? She was she's a chemist at, at your company. I actually got to talk to her for a short bit the other day. And one of the things that stood out that I was really impressed with is the fact that she admitted that when she tried to create something that was good for the EC in the ocean, that she tried it out and she tested it the first time she tested whatever, and she killed all of the fish. So, so look at this, right? That was shampoo. So she had an organic food or organic um, body care line at one point yeah she sold her company she's trying to take a break and figure out what she's going to do next she's diving in palau right yeah absolutely pristine reef she watches people jumping off of a boat while she's at her 60 foot you know dive safety stop 
you know, waiting for the nitrogen to get out of her blood. Stay yeah. there for, you know, a minute or two, depending on how deep you went. She's watching people jumping off the boat and the rainbow that comes off of their bodies, right? This big uh -huh. slick that comes off of their bodies and sits on the surface of the water. And she says, wow, we need to do something better, right? This is just not yeah. okay. All these people jumping in the water. So the first thing she makes is a shampoo, right? Because she watches the divers, they put sunscreen on, they jump into the water, they come up, they shampoo, and they, they wait on the boat until they're ready for their next dive. They put sunscreen back on, jump in, come back out and shower again, right? <laughs> so she's thinking we got to do something about shampoo. The first shampoo she makes is eco-certified, it's organic, it's whole food certified. And she goes, this is beautiful, right? We had an order for 250,000 bottles. Right? That's a great way to start your company, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So she says, we have these three tests. We should be great. But she can't sleep. And so she goes, uh, I'm going to send it off to Eckerd College and get it actually tested, right? We're going to have them put it in some aquariums. Sends it off, puts it in aquariums. Everything dies within a couple hours, right? Damn. So you look at organic, eco-certified, whole food certified, and you go, it should be fine, right? The term eco-cert sounds like you're taking care of the environment, right? Yeah. All of it has to do with land. Nothing is designed for aquatic toxicity. So you think about fish, they take stuff in through their skin, yeah. right? And so they're reacting to things incredibly different. Cephalopods, all these different things that live in the ocean react completely differently than our skin. Right? Yeah. So it could be great if you put it on your dog and it could kill everything that you come into contact with when you put it in the water. Wow. So we had to start over completely. Our new shampoo does not kill anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people go, wait, you put that shampoo out? No, we didn't sell that shampoo. <laughs> what I'd like, and for our viewers out there, what, I, what I'd like to acknowledge right there, like let's acknowledge just the integrity that it takes to do that, right? As a company and as an individual. Um, but like, that is not a normal practice necessarily that people do. I know that I, I read about this study about, I think it was Bayer. They had some kind of infected batch of, you know, their product, either as some kind of aspirin or something like that. And it was, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. I can't remember exactly how long. And it had HIV in it. Like, so the batch was, they found out, oh, this has HIV. And it's, of course, that's millions of dollars of, you know, product that they had. And so the FDA or whomever said, hey, you can't sell this here. Right. And so instead of taking it off the shelves and just chucking it in the trash, what they did is they sold it to other countries. Yeah. And that's happening today. There's something um, you probably heard about a baby powder uh, that had um, lead and asbestos yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And there was a big lawsuit and it got pulled off the shelves in the United States. My understanding is that they're still selling it in other countries. Wow, man. They didn't get sued there, right? And so to me, there's so much about this that's kind of like morals over money. And so I look at it and say, unfortunately for us, to help the world save itself, to help, and, and really that's my side um, kind of mission statement, is save all the babies, right? I don't care if they're human. I don't care if they're corally, cuddle, you know, little cuddly uh, coral larvae. I don't care what they are, right? They have the right to live right? And, and not be attacked by corporate, you know, people just trying to make a buck, right? Right. So as far as I'm concerned, for us, unfortunately, we need to sell stuff to make that change. 
But yeah. we've created it and we've made an easy change. I mean, let's be realistic. Is the only problem in the ocean and the only problem with human health body care products? No, that's a long shot, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got all sorts of things that are bugging the ocean from, you know, too many nutrients from fertilizers and septic tanks and, you know, all these different things from industry. Sure, all that. I can't fix acid rain tomorrow, right? I can't fix yeah. climate change tomorrow. I can't fix, you know, how they mine things and whatever. But the fact that I can change what I put on my hair in the shower or what I put on my skin before I get into the water makes a huge difference. It doesn't cost anymore. It's easy to do. The products all work great and it has a very quick, serious impact. So you watch um, in Hawaii, they were expecting a huge bleaching event about mm, four or five months ago. I'm awful with time, but it was somewhere around there about four or five months ago. And it's because the temperature got too high and they were expecting the bleach. And it happened a couple of years back and it bleached, you know, like 30, 40% of all the coral in Hawaii. It was like a serious event. Well, the temperature got high enough but because they've been talking about this ban forever and because there's less people in the water and less tourists because of the, the virus out there, it hit the temperature that would cause the bleaching and the coral didn't bleach. Wow. Oh, wow. So you take the chemical stress out and the it coral- It can deal with the natural whatever fluctuation of the heat part because it's not, it's same thing like the human body. Like if we, if our body is, if we're like, say we're eating well, right? Um, and we get some kind of virus or some kind of bacterial infection, the body can naturally adjust to those things. But if we've been eating things that aren't really good for us and our body's already under a natural amount of stress, when we get these extra additive things, then we get crazy amounts of sickness that our body can't yeah. necessarily deal with. So, yeah. so it's the same thing with, the, wow, that's, that, that's, that's mind boggling. And I, I wanted to touch on that also for our viewers that, um, the morals over money aspect like not only are their products like i noticed somebody said that their products your products actually are able to be more effective and used less like they actually are more effective than the average stuff that you buy so you, as a consumer you really don't have an excuse not to get something that's better for yourself better for others and it's not costing an arm and a leg right you know so it's an education really what it yeah. comes down to is it's an education and people don't understand so the yeah. first time I went to Fiji, I took a brand that was organic and I, you know, I wasn't involved in this. I wasn't playing with the chemistry of it at all. I took a brand that was organic and it seemed like it had less chemicals and it would probably be great. I was spending about 18 bucks for a bottle of sunscreen. My right. family four went through eight of them in 10 days. Dang. When we went back and those were six ounce bottles, we went back, one three-ounce bottle lasted us for a week, family of four. That, wow. Wow. So you're making, you're actually <laughs> saving money by saving yourself and saving the environment at the same time. So I'll tell you, there's a gal here at Idaho River Sports. Her name's Carmen, and she's great, right? And so she says there's the area where they are. Um, they sell a whole bunch of high-end rafting, kayaking, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. And they, you yeah. know, people spend a lot of money on it. But when yeah. it comes to the summer, everybody just uses it as a swimming hole, right, behind them. And so you, you get all sorts of different levels of income ranges and, and, you know, education and things like that. 
And right. people come in and they say, I want to spend $4 on sunscreen and this stuff's $16.95. Right? Right. That seems ridiculous. Well, you have to educate them on the fact that it's, you know, four or five times the amount of use. And so really mm. it comes down to next to nothing is price difference. But she said, that's going to take too long. They're not going to listen. I need three reasons why somebody would spend more money on it. Right. And I said, well, just ask them if they're going to want their junk to work. Yeah. She said, never mind. I don't need the other two. And yo, so that's how yo, she said it. <laughs> yo, yo, Mike, listen, man. I, you, you just emailed me that thing about estrogen, right? You said, yeah, 80% was estrogen. I was like, okay, well, first of all, I'm no mad scientist, but I know estrogen naturally occurs in the body, so it's not like some crazy oxobento, trisoclasolate, right? But I was like, yo, let me just Google, you know, what's the effects of, of estrogen on the body? You know, like too much, you know? And, <laughs> and that, now, first of all, for women, there was like 15 major impacts. There's the, there's the small stuff like bloating and cold feet, but then you got depression, anxiety, and all of these other things that were going on. But then I was like, oh, then it had the little part underneath it for males. And it said erectile dysfunction, man <laughs> boobs, and infertility. I was like, yo, small impact of like having estrogen. Oh, well, maybe I might feel like a little feminine. I might make my hair grow a little bit longer. And I was like, no, bro, your junk is not going to work. You're not going to be able to have kids. <laughs> and like, you're going to get man boobs, which is like, hey, if that's your thing, cool, bro. But like, you probably want to be able to have your, 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 your junk working, man. Yeah. And that's just a negative impact. For, that's unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. That for me, it's like it's just unnecessary. Like, yeah. I'm and I'm no crazy eco warrior, man. Like I, I do love the ocean. I care about humanity and I care about beings and I care about plants and animals. You know, to a certain extent. But I'm not out there in the trenches like you guys are. Um, but just as a layman, man, I look at that stuff and like it, it doesn't it doesn't take a rocket science to think. All right, man. This is like, just it makes sense. It makes sense to get products that actually work for us as opposed to stuff that kill us and make our junk not work and mess up our kids and also mess up the water. Yeah, so I have a buddy here locally that, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm dressed formally now, right? I'm wearing a polo shirt, it's got buttons. That's serious for me. I'm always <laughs> a teacher, right? I mean, I have no fashion sense, but this guy is like, you know, GQ model. You know, he always yeah. looks great, he's whatever. And I start talking to this about, you know, talking about all this estrogen and stuff like that. And he starts going just pale. And I'm like, what's going on, man? And he says, I have had four surgeries to take breast tissue out of my chest. There's, wow. so, there's so much estrogen in my system and they cannot figure out where it's coming from. I eat well. I've made sure that everything's organic. I'm not, you know, doing any of this stuff. I'm trying to figure out where it's all coming from. And I said, you use more product than anybody I've ever met. You know, I mean, he's got like skin regime. He's got five things in his hair. He's got lotions. And I'm going, man, you got to cut that stuff out. When you started talking about future generations and their kids, there was a study out of Sweden that I saw. And I'm going to totally butcher the numbers. But it said that if both parents have oxybenzone or any of the benzophenones, right, the benzophenone chemicals right, yeah. in their system, mm -hmm. according to a study in 2008, 77% of all Americans had it in our system at all times. Wow. Right? Meaning that it's in the food we're eating, it's in the water, it's in plastic bottles, it's in everything like that. But anyway, it said if you have that in your system and you go to conceive of a child, that child will already have an endocrine system that's compromised. It'll have estrogen receptors that's already compromised. 
something up to like 30% more likely to have Parkinson's in their life and Alzheimer's in their life. Harder to conceive of a male child because there's so much estrogen in both parents' system. And if you do conceive of a child, it has a pretty high percentage chance of having plumbing that's not the right size, right? So we're talking about a micro penis. What? Damn! Damn. <laughs> yeah. You want to buy some shampoo and conditioner now? You know? You know I mean, the crazy thing? I was just watching this guy, um, the surgeon, the plastic surgeon on TikTok, and like one out of every five of his surgeries was him taking out man boobs. Like one out of every five surgeries, he was like, yep, more man boobs, got to take it out. And I'm like, I'm looking it up. I'm like, why, you know, why are men getting man boobs? <laughs> and now to know that this is a, a possible reason, <laughs> that's crazy because we do, you utilize a lot of chemicals as far as shampoo. My wife bought me some, um, some fragrance lotion from Bath and & Beyond. And so we're constantly using all those chemicals every single day. Yeah. And really you want to watch if it says fragrance on it and it doesn't tell you what it's derived from, you know, you want to say naturally derived from. So if you get our body lotion, which I'm happy to send mm -hmm. you guys some, but you get our body lotion and it smells like the tropics, right? It's got like coconut and pineapple and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you start going through the ingredients. We got coconut and pineapple in it. That's why it smells <laughs> like it. <right? laughs> Imagine. Mike, are there any documentaries that um, really put a microscope on suntan lotion and the different things that are in these products. Cause I know if you think about like what happened with super size me, um, food Inc, all those things that put a microscope on high fructose corn syrup that kind of changed the industry. Now you see a lot of products and a lot of people being aware of what high fructose corn syrup does to your body. And now you see the product saying no high fructose corn syrup, this, that, this, that is with this same thing begin to happen with, like shampoo. So we're going to see this yeah. change begin to happen with these type of products, starting with shrink to see. Well, are, are you saying that we're not doing that right now? <laughs> That's what to do, man. Right? So what it comes down to, I'm counting on you, Jamari. You got to get this out there. So the deal is, if you think about, so, so I'm not going to mention any names because I don't need to get sued again. <laughs> um, <laughs> What it comes down to is we have like a, a television personality that's absolutely huge. Mm -hmm. And we start talking to them about this whole thing. Yeah. And they have a house in Hawaii. And it's one of these things. Every time I mention this person's name, they go, oh, yeah, they've got a house here, too. Right? And they houses everywhere. Right? This is a very popular high-end person. And they say, we got to get this story out there. Right? Yeah. Because this is, I, I need to get this information out there. Three days later, we get a call from that person's assistant that says, if we ran your story, we would lose $60 million a quarter in advertising. What? Yeah, they backed out. They're not going to do it. Wow. Right? No. So right. Money over morals instead of morals over money, right? So we're talking about all of these things, right? They're, they're, they're so dangerous, but they make so much money. So give you an example. I have a group in British Columbia that rents inner tubes, right? Mm -hmm. And this river that they go down, they did a documentary, actually Canada, a Canadian news program went out there and interviewed them because they had done testing because the salmon had not hatched for four years in that river. And they're yeah. going, they're going, what's going on? And so they did testing 
they found that the eggs had sunscreen chemicals in them or body care chemicals in this them. Crazy. And that was making them not viable. They couldn't hatch, right? They wouldn't survive. And we have interesting documentation about when you have those chemicals with a fish that's starting to, you know, grow in its egg, it'll have an aneurysm or the organs will form outside the body. I mean, they're not viable. So this guy says, you know, we need to change. I end up training him. They change. They don't even charge. If you show up and you, you on the river. Well, all of that has been erased. You cannot find it anymore. So now there's a video out. While there's no information about whether or not sunscreen causes harm to fish eggs, we decided we were going to be as cautious as we could. We started using stream to sea. Coincident or not, I don't know, but we've had the largest salmon hatch in the last two decades. Wow. Wow, man. You guys are saving the freaking world, man. Right? That's not small, man. That's not small. That's not a small result, man. That is a computable, recognizable, you know, tangible result. Right. You get that they're blocking it, though, right? They're not actually giving us 100% credit. The, the tubing place is, but the news sources... So the news sources didn't talk about stream to sea. Oh, no. They're not only not talking about us, they're not talking about how it was sunscreen chemicals. And we that, was that, that, was, that was causing it before. Right. All right. Sunscreen is uh, a billion dollar industry. That's why it's huge, man. Multi billion. Yes. Multi. So, listen, guys, so I personally am making a commitment. You know, I'm not going to use any sunscreen or shampoo in my hair. You know, that's my commitment. You know, everybody doesn't have to do this. Maybe you could just minimize the amount of use. But me personally, I'm making my commitment. I'm a man of integrity. I'm literally going to go home. All right. I don't so think we have to worry about sunscreen. <laughs> that's what you think okay yeah, people with beautiful dark skin like you guys don't typically wear sunscreen but you need to know yeah. that because your skin is dark you get melanoma it doesn't happen as often mm -hmm. but you die four times as fast as people with lighter skin because you can't see it it's hard to detect wow. so actually that's something that we're working on right now we have a, we're working with a, a group to get a grant to potentially do sunscreen for beautiful dark skin and really I, that's a funny story. The reason that I say beautiful dark skin, I grew up in Hawaii, right? I'm used to every different color of the rainbow, yeah. right? Everybody, there's so many of them. And they all talk, you know, crap about each other, but but everybody loves you. More like a fruit salad than a melting pot. But, right? I mean, you, you grew up on Oahu or you spent time there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I assumed I was going to marry some, you know, Japanese Hawaiian gal or something. I'm part Hawaiian. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to uh california and then up to idaho my wife is dark hair but didn't get the cool complexion so my girls are are just as white as can be could not get them cultural diversity so we actually were going to university events for like africa night hawaii night you know philippine night whatever they had so that we could get diversity and when they were very very young I was teaching my daughter every time we saw anybody with any sort of different skin or in a book or anything like that. My comment was always beautiful, dark skin. I'm so jealous. You know, I mean, I wish I had yeah. that, that Hawaiian blood on my side and whatever. <laughs> so my daughter's walking through an Albertsons at two and a half years old. And she walks around the corner and then yells at the top of her lungs, dad, come look at this beautiful, dark skin. 
<laughs> and there's a guy at the end of the aisle that's probably 6'6", looks like he plays for the 49ers or something, you know, I mean, just huge rip dude. And he comes over and fist bumps me and says, dad, good lesson. And then wow. kneels down and shows her, right? Touch it, touch it. It's the same as yours, right? And has this whole discussion with this two and a half year old girl. I mean, the guy's awesome. So everything that I, I say now to me, I don't care where people are from. Yeah. It's beautiful, dark skin. So I'm kind of hoping that we create an SDF that is yeah. called for people with beautiful, dark skin, because the, we have a tinted one, right? It works great that have light brown skin or, you know, pinks and yellows and whatever different colors people have. The white one, right? If you blend it well, it works and it doesn't show up well on, on any of it. But where I have five o'clock shadow, the white always sticks. So I always use a tint. But if you want to have darker skin, not show up ashy or have it, you know, turn purple or blue or whatever, yeah. gray colored sunscreen. So there's not a lot of them made for people, you know, with beautiful dark skin that's not chemical because the chemical will blend easier, but the chemicals hurt your junk, right? Wow. So take you one step further, Collins, um, hand sanitizer. Yeah, you got to read it because in the back, sometimes you get those chemicals, the sunscreen chemicals. I've seen oxybenzone, I've seen avobenzone, I've seen all sorts of stuff in sunscreen because it's a UV, uh, in hand sanitizer, because it's a UV stabilizer, right? But it also has triclosan, which is an endocrine disruptor. It's got carbomers many times. It's a thickening agent that's actually microplastics. All these things you have to watch for. Plus it totally screws up your skin, right? It kills your microbiome and all this. This stuff's yeah. got vitamin E, it's made with Florida oranges. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazing stuff. And see, we are nuts. We get it. So you can't feel this tube, but it feels kind of like a plastic, but a little bit different. It's actually made out of sugarcane resin because wow. most petroleum plastics actually have all of those UV inhibitors in them. And you can get chemicals coming out of the plastic tubes that you yeah. use. God. I watched a documentary probably like 10 years ago called Tapped that talked about the water bottle industry and it went over the chemicals that are in plastic bottles that seep into the water and cause different types of cancer. Yeah, yeah. We, we got rid of BPA, but we didn't get rid of all those things, right? The UV mm -hmm. inhibitors are still there. So it's, it's scary. And a lot of different companies are trying to, you know, the term that I use is greenwash make it sound like, oh, we've got this handled. You know, they'll put it into a tin, but the tin's lined with BPA, or they'll put it into something that looks like it's a cardboard tube or something like that, and then it's lined with plastic anyway. Wow. I mean, there's all sorts of things like that. We, we're trying to do the best we can, and we're still hopeful that we're going to come up with even better than what sugarcane resin is. But right. it's a real struggle, and it's expensive, right? It's the same thing. You look at it and say, why do people use plastic when there's a better alternative? Cost. Cost. cost what's more important to you you yeah. know a couple extra bucks or you're junk working um the last thing that i wanted to go over really quickly was and this is for the people out there that actually do really care about the oceans and you care about wildlife and things like that is squalene i saw on the site when i went to the site to check you guys out i saw shark free squalene so please tell the people real quickly what is squalene um what is it in what are they doing to get this stuff when they could get it from plants yeah. So what it is, is it's a really high-end moisturizer. It, it hydrates. So it's good for hair. It's good for skin. It's good for nails. It's all, anything that you want to help bring back the microbiome. So that's the difference, right? A lot of things are destroying our microbiome. You wash your hands, 
takes away the bacteria on your body that you need. You use hand sanitizer, it probably takes it away faster. And all of us are using it all the time. Some lotions have it in it. Some, uh, some of them just sell squalane or squalene um, itself, you know, as a, as a hydrating um, little bottle full of loveliness. The deal is it takes about two weeks of use for about 20% of your your body's own microbiome to rebuild itself, right? So it's not about, let's just put something to moisturize on it. It's something about getting your body to help repair itself. Mm -hmm. right. So where do most people get it? Yeah, over 95% of all of it on the planet comes from shark livers, right? All sorts of stuff that comes from sharks. I, I, I think you probably heard the the whole, uh, you know, big deal about uh, vaccines at one point, they were looking at using parts of shark livers. And, you know, sharks are just too important to the whole, you know, I mean, they are an apex predator. Yeah. They take care of so much. And it's really interesting when you talk about living a high vibration life, if you watch what's going on in the world right now, yeah. a lot of the ocean's seen it, yeah. right? I don't know why we're getting more and more shark attacks. There's lots of theories in Hawaii. One of the theories I heard was with the reef bleaching or going away, different types of algae are coming in and the turtles don't care. The turtles will eat the algae. So the turtle populations are exploding. And now you get turtles real close to where the tourists are. And then the sharks come in to get the, the turtles. You have a problem. Like in um, Spain and Portugal, you've got uh, killer whales that are ramming into yachts. You've got off of Avila Beach in uh, California, you had a humpback whale or some sort of baleen whale come up bubble feeding, came up and sucked, spit them right back out. They were fine, but they know exactly where people are. So what are they doing, right? And, and there's a lot of people that are kind of theorizing. I mean, that's out there. I don't know. Hey, hey, but, yeah, yeah, but like, hey man, maybe it's- Is there a specific shark species that they're killing to get squalene or is it just any shark? Yeah, I don't think it's specific. I think it's just in their livers and it helps if they're the bigger ones because the livers are bigger. What I saw from how they harvest like shark fins, I saw this little, you know, YouTube video or something and they just cut the fins off the shark, cut out the liver and toss the shark in, still alive, mind you, toss it back in the water. And so there's one aspect, just the morality of it. Um, but Torturing an animal for moisturizer just seems a little out of balance to me. You cut that stuff out, sharks live for a long time without their organs. That's just unnecessary torture, man. Wow. I'm just saying we can do better. Well, you know? we have tested on fish, right? We have tested on coral larvae. All of it's in the lab. So the real vegan and very concerned about stuff freak out about it right? So I look at it and say, we have tested on less fish than a, a seafood restaurant throws away in one night. <laughs> right. Right? Wow. We, we grew them. We didn't harvest them from someplace. We, we grew coral larvae in labs, right? I mean, this is right. not, we're, we're taking this seriously. Every time something gets injured, is our cosmetic chemist. This is a gal that adopts almost any dog that needs a home because, you know, she's got, they're blind and deaf and they have, you know, three legs and whatever right. she doesn't she's adopting it right yeah so you look at groups that really have a problem with it so um 
Virgin Voyages contacted us, right? Richard Branson's company. They originally approached us and said, we want to talk to you about sunscreen for our, our cruise ships and for our islands and things like that. We want to make sure it's safe. They heard that we tested on animals and shut it down. Nope, we're not going to do it because most of them are vegan and whatever. Yeah, the science community reached out to them and said, you don't understand. With mammals, yes, you should be pissed. But with aquatic life, there's no test for it. So mm-hmm. these people have actually gone out on their own, paid for all of it, right? It is not cheap to actually create the science for this. And they came back and now there's cruise lines like Virgin Voyages and MSC Cruise Lines. Richard Branson did a, a video. Now they're totally behind us. Now here's the weird thing. The PR company for Virgin Voyages told us you need your website to be able to handle more than a million hits a week and 160,000 hits a day because whenever he does a video like this, it explodes. Yeah. Yeah. We did not see a spike at all. I think it was being blocked. I think people knew it was coming out when it hit social media, when it hit the different channels, big companies blocked it because they didn't want that word getting out there. Right? What's the other explanation? I talked to their PR firm and they're freaking out. I mean, like our average went up like 12 hits. Or do you know Sea Shepherd, the Discovery Channel? Yeah, Paul Watson. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously they're all vegan. They're helping the planet, right? They're, they're doing crazy stuff and, and whatever. Lot, and, you know, yeah, yeah, they are literally. So they're getting beat up online from some, you know, animal rights groups and things like that because they support us. And right. what I thought was really cool is it's kind of back and forth on social media for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Watson logs in and says, hey, it's my job to save the planet, not make you happy. This discussion yeah. is over. Beautiful. Check them. There are better ways for us to live. <laughs> there are better ways for us to do whatever, you know, our late daily things that we're doing. Let's just go ahead and do them. Like, let's not make it complicated. You know, it's really awesome, uh, Mike, by the way, that you shared so much, like, in-depth information about this um, and in a digestible way, because I know we can get super, super crazy, nerdy, scientific with it, you know, and the people that we want to reach might not all like care about all the super crazy science and stuff, right? Um, but we all do care about our own lives. We do care about our junk. And we at least care that we can breathe because if this coral and these things aren't there, like it's not just uh, out there scenario. It's real. It's air we breathe, man. Like we literally, and we know that they look, human beings, we smoke. Right. And that's direct violation to our air and our lungs. And that's, you know, we do that. So it's not like we're not, we're a non-destructive uh, creature. It's just, we can do it in ways that are actually simple to change our behavior and we're not going to kill us. And it's not going to actually, you know, be too hard on our pocketbooks and our bot and our whole moral dilemmas and all these things like that. It's just, I think it's just a practical shift that we could all start making. And I want to empower each and every one of you to actually go ahead and share these things and subscribe or whatever, like share it with your family members, copy and paste it, put it on your social medias. Why? Because obviously there are powers at, like that are at work that don't want this to get out there. So, but we're the billions, man. We're the billions. We're the ones with the actual power. They only have a billion dollars because a billion of us spend one dollar, right? So that's how they get their stuff. They don't actually have the power. We do. As individuals, we have the free, free will and free choice to choose whatever the heck that we want to do. Um, and I recommend we just start making that shift. Um, and this isn't like, and just to be clear, yes, I'm an ambassador, 
for this company, but I literally have been with them for a week and I will do, I would do everything for absolutely nothing. I'd pay to be a part of this company. As a matter of fact, I even told them, listen, man, I want to buy some stuff for this guy who told me about this and sent me on this journey. And like, no, we're going to send you some. No, we're going to send you some. And I know they're going to send me some, but on, in secret, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it like all my own. And I'm not going to tell them. And I'm not going to tell them where my address I'm going to send it to like the neighbor. I'm going to be like, hey, because I, I just want to support the cause, man. Like, you know, it's, it's, I, it's, 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 and, it's just and makes I sense think, to me. Um, Collins, I think right now with the way social media is and, um, you know, getting that information out, as long as we continue to create um, content information, I think people, I have a high respect for people. I think people ultimately want to do the right thing when they find out that certain things are actually bad for the body or bad for the environment. Um, and one thing I, I, I urge everyone to do just like I did the other day, got, get, you know, get your scuba certification, go out there in the ocean. And once you experience it, you're, you're going to want this thing to last forever. Like it's one of the greatest experiences that I've ever, ever experienced in my life. And I yeah. really think if we get the information out to, to the people, they're going to do the right thing. I spend more money on certain foods that I want, maybe will have the organic label or whatever. And you'll spend more money on the things that you care about. Um, that's going to make a difference. So I think people will, we keep sharing this information, yeah. Mike, a lot of information down. I think people will eventually get to it. Because uh, I never, when you came across stream to see and you yeah, talked yeah. about it, I was like, what? And it's a lot more products on there from <laughs> the, the, uh, the defog uh, stuff for your mask and all the different products on there. And I'm glad he even talked about the uh, the sunscreen for, you know, beautiful, what do you call it, beautiful dark skinned people. Um, I dig it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, well, Mike, man, just wanted to thank you just on behalf of all human beings, man, just, just for the work that you, get, that you guys are putting in at Stream to See, the, the things that you've done, the commitment to morals over money, you know, and the energy that you're putting out there and the money that you guys have already put up, you know, and, you know, I just, I, 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 I really, really found like, like, feel like you're an example of what's possible in humanity when we just raise our vibration, raise our awareness and just like make different choices, make better choices. Before, before we go out, Mike, is there anything that you want to, oh, yes, yes, that yes. we didn't mention that you would like to get out to the people? Sure. I just learned something really recently and, and I brought it to the attention of some in the community and it, it just didn't, it didn't get very far. And that is the products that you have on your hands and on your body, when you come into contact with nature, actually has the ability to kill that stuff mm. so we've got pictures of somebody touching you just went scuba diving somebody touched a brain coral with sunscreen on their hands and it created a bleached handprint no. on the brain coral one mm. second touch right just microseconds and then it starts to degrade around the edges and then eventually that coral dies i've watched people put toxic sunscreen or they just have normal body lotion on their hands and they catch a bass or a salmon or a trout or whatever right or something in the in the ocean some big ulua or something like that a trevelli's jack and they release it but it turns out within a couple of weeks those chemicals on their hands will degrade the slime layer on the fish allowing bacteria to Come get on, in man. the fish stops eating and within a couple of weeks the thing dies Right, so they think they're doing the right thing by doing a catch and release sort of thing, but you just kill fish. Still, well, dies, we gotta, we right? definitely gotta put that so, out there. Wow, 
a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah. And since you're on that, um, on that tip, actually, the other thing that was shared with me that I learned from Kat was that, guys, let's say you live in Idaho. You don't go near the ocean. You, you know, you're in the middle of Russia somewhere. Or, you know, you, you don't live by any big body of water or anything like that. You're using the chemical at your pool. You, let's say you're using some sunscreen at your pool or your lotion or your soap or whatever, your shampoo. The water filtration system does not take these chemicals out of the water. And that eventually does get into the streams and almost every stream on earth leads at some point in time to the ocean or to some big lake, some big body of water. So even if you're, you don't even go to the ocean, it's like, ah, I'm cool. I don't, I don't need to worry about my negative impact. Like literally it goes into the water, into the filtration system, doesn't get killed by that. And so you still have a negative impact if you're just washing your hair at your crib. So like, know that you actually have way more powerful than, power than you think. Like you have way more of an impact as an individual than you think, and you can actually make a difference. It's not some insurmountable task that we be like, okay, well, ain't nothing we can do about it, so fuck it. Go ahead and actually like, just know you're huge, you're an individual that with power and you can make an impact. And if it's negative, you could also make an impact that's positive. So just right. shift, just right. make your shift because you actually are impactful. It is a quick shift and that's why, uh, you know, the reason that we're willing to talk about stuff like junk not working is because to me, uh, well, you watch the NHL, right? National Hockey League. They had the cup as a mandatory part of the uniform a hundred years before the helmet. Wow. Right? Yeah. That's so, legend of how important it is. Right. So if people are worried about their junk and it ends up saving all of humanity and the environment at the same time. I don't care. Hey, that's all good. <laughs> that's all good. So, so I'll play the fool and I'll talk about somebody's junk, but my, my big goal is to save all the babies. Not Facts. Just Facts. Theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Awesome. Well, Mike, I appreciate well, Mike, you coming you. on, man. And uh, definitely would like to have you on again. And, and Yeah, my pleasure. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. That's why we're willing to train anybody. I mean, we're really pushing for, for schools and things like that groups that, you know, they can't meet. And so we're doing online virtual trainings and things like that. And, and just getting that information out there for us, that's the, the biggest thing, right? Is just, I would rather educate than legislate, right? That's faster, <laughs> but the chemical companies can come up with stuff to get around the bands, right? So I'd rather people just understand what's being done. And, and the consumers, like you said, Collins, they're the ones that are driving everything. Yeah. So if they demand, you walk into your local health food store, dive shop, whatever, and go, hey, how come you guys don't have stream to see? I want to buy it from you. Yep. But if I have to buy it online, I will. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, when you shared about all of the awesome products that you have going on, where can people get in contact if they want to sign up for those education classes and things like that? Where can people access this kind of information? Sure. You can just go to streamtosee.com. We've got, you know, chat functions and different things like that. You can do an email at hello at streamtosee.com. Uh, that'll get to us. We're awesome. happy to do that sort of thing. I mean, right. That, that's what it's about. If I can't get uh, social media and advertising and everything like that to get the word out there. We got to do it one person at a time, one group at a time. And, and I'm okay with that, right? I mean, that's why you, you kept checking with me to go, is it okay? We're going to spend time and whatever. I'm like, this is my passion, right? You have to understand, again, the, the, the morals over money. Um, I've been with this company now for three and a half years, have yet to pull a salary. Wow. wow. That's big. That's big. Right? Uh let them know, Mike. Let them know. Right, right. We yeah. we we have a mission here, yeah. right? And and that's 
that's really what this is about, right? And and have no intention of pulling a salary until we can actually get the thing yeah. out there and get it big enough that we're having an impact, yeah. right? So yeah. it's it's something that has to happen, and it is heading that way. You asked about a documentary on body care products. The studies that I'm seeing, some of them are out of France, and France knows we're going to have to make a change, right? Because okay. they export a ton of body care products, so yeah. it, it's coming. And what they end up doing is they, they take the product that's better, but not necessarily good. Yeah. Right. Mm. So there's a lot of things out there that I look at and say, yeah, I think it's safe for humans. You know, some of the sunscreens out there, I, I go, yeah, I think it's safe for humans. I don't think it's safe for the water. So it's better. It's, it's getting there. It's not as toxic as, as oxybenzone, but still not good. Right. Yeah. So, so what I want is to get it out there to the extent that people understand what we're doing. We're happy to help other companies formulate this way, right? We're happy to help them get to this extent. And we're nuts. We know it, right? Because we do things that are way above and beyond. But I think that's what it takes. We sleep at night and everybody else is safe. And essentially, right. getting more companies involved will bring down the the price of the product. It'll be more affordable sure. for more people. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, thanks, Mike Jamari. Thank you so much for creating the platform for us to get this kind of information out there. Without you, we wouldn't even have a platform to be talking about this on. I think uh, our country and our world needs things that we can do. And this is yeah. something we can do. Awesome. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I definitely want you to go out there and share this episode with as many people as possible and make sure you visit stream learn more about the steps that this company is taking to provide a better quality of life for all living organisms and don't forget to use the coupon code jack trades to get a discount on any purchase you make on the website link will be in the description till next time guys talk to you soon You've been listening to the Ultimate Freedom Podcast with Jamare Clarington. You can follow him at I am Jay Clarington on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Download and follow the channel on the Podbean app to leave comments, receive exclusive information on upcoming shows and events. And while you're at it, check out IamJClarington.com for additional content. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening. And good night.